Hey, Jackie. Hey, Tori. Welcome to Holy Moly, a The Mole rewatch podcast. This is our spoiler-free rewatch of Celebrity Mole Yucatan, which is season four of the early 2000s hit reality franchise. Uh, Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. We are back. This is, what, episode three? Of Yucatan. This is episode three of Yucatan. I feel like I've seen so much Yucatan. Does it feel that way to you? This season's longer than Hawaii. Okay. All right. Yeah, so, there's more yeah. more content. Hawaii, we blinked and it was done. And yeah. Yucatan, we get to sit and marinate in for a little you bit. Sit in it. Yeah. yeah, so that's great for us. It is. I this could go on forever and yeah. I'd be a happy camper. <laughs> Generally, to be honest. especially because when we think about the podcast, we never have set plans after the season <laughs> ends and so it's always horrifying for us to think like what do we podcast when Yucatan's over? So yeah. I'm cool marinating in this for a while. Totally agree. Like we're you know, we're going to find something and I think a lot of people have recommended um international versions of the mole mm-hmm. which I'm definitely open to, mm-hmm. but it it would kind of be like an identity crisis for us in a way because these are such like silly um obviously celebrity based mm-hmm. so you like know who you're you have some like inside info on people and we get all these silly sound clips so um yeah we plan one season at a time and yes. we get deep into it we live in the moment here that's a yeah good way to say it so Something that's been happening in our lives this past week, it was both Jackie and I's birthday. Right. Um, we're Gemini twins, blood <laughs> sisters, as y'all know. Um, and so I had, I was gifted a wonderful surprise from Jackie. Um, <laughs> and I don't want to talk about it too much because it's a little spoilery. Yeah. But I was gifted a cameo from the one and only Corbin Burnson. Long. He went it, in. He went really in on it. We posted it on our Twitter. Yes. I posted it for Tori's birthday. So mm-hmm. definitely check it out if you haven't seen it. Cause he gave us a lot of good info and mm-hmm. like his emotions are still raw from the games that he played. Like it was like it was yesterday. And yeah. he he was so sweet. He really like, was. I was sh- not surprised, but like I just didn't expect him to spend that much time on it. And it was I, like I also loved his genuine long. interest in the podcast. He's yeah. like, "Wait, you have a podcast about this? I'll need to yeah. come on." And I'm like, "You know, I'm sliding into I your know. DMs, Corbin." I'm like, the only way I can contact you is through Cameo, though. So I'm like, paying the with- hefty price to just get you on the line. <laughs> I do love, know, though, now that like our currency to each other is in Cameo, because like you had surprised me with Tracy Golden, Mark Curry, and that's when I was like, oh my god, like I wonder who else is on there. And you had mentioned Corbin Burnson, and um, yeah, I was just like, I need to find a reason to get this for her. Oh, and then so when your birthday amazing. was coming up, I was like, duh. It is the best gift I could ever ask for. <laughs> I wonder if like, so we've always joked about trying to get the contestants on here to interview. What if yeah. we just basically ran an entire interview through Cameo and for like each <gasps> question had to pay the fee and ask them a question and then they <laughs> recorded the answer and then we play it on the podcast like it's live. Genius. <laughs> oh my God. I will say I searched for some of the earlier boots. Like I searched for Ananda, Auntie mm-hmm. Nandi. I don't think she was on there. No. Um, I searched for, who else did I search for? A couple other people. 
Um, so yeah, it's kind of like the options are limited anyway. We may as well go all in on a couple of them and, mm-hmm. you know, maybe we could squeeze a few questions on a time in, yeah. you know, one video. So. The story's not done yet, y'all. I love it. Yeah. There's uh, more to hear. <sighs> I, I also. Like, oh, you go. <laughs> well, mine's a little off topic. So if yours is on topic. Mine's also topic. off topic. Okay. <laughs> Surprise. Um, my, my exciting update was more so going to be a reminder. So Tori and I went on like a socially distanced This hike. is what my thing was too. Oh, oh my <laughs> God. Bite, like waiting, biting at the bit to talk Same about this. Same wave. Like, yeah, it's like on my notes. Like this is my update. It's number note. one on my update. I like, must bring this up. It is so important. Okay, so Tori and I, we went on a little hike a few weeks ago. Um, It was so good to see you. and So good. We, oh, I don't even know how to, like, say this, but basically at one point in the hike, we passed a little mole. And we, but to clarify, it was was a dead dead mole. It was a holy mole. It was I've never seen a mole in my I have life, never, Tori. Ever seen a mole in my we life? We were all in shock. Um, John and to- Tony were there, so like we have witnesses. We didn't make this up. They Mm-mm. were in shock at how insane this was. Um, so yeah, I just want to say, holy moly, is real and out in the world. And I felt like that was like our little spirit animal. It was at first. It was dark because we were at first right. we were like, oh my gosh, this is an actual mole, and it was so tiny and adorable it was and really dead. Cute. And so we were like, this isn't a great sign, right? But then. I mean, you try to spin it like you can. You try to be like, maybe his spirit is with us now. But, I, you know, those are platitudes we tell ourselves. We were really sad. And we were like, yeah, we were a little worried for a good amount of time. And then I think, I don't know. Yeah, maybe we tried to make the negotiation of like, that's why it's holy. And Mm -hmm. that's why it really relates. We're still grappling with it. Yeah, if you have any ideas on what it means, (laughs) let us know. We are still marinating and figuring out what that means to us. But it means something important. That's for sure. That was not by chance. I've never seen a mole Mm -mm. before. Never. That was my important update. Same. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing else. (laughs) Um, nothing too much else. Um. We're moving next week, yeah. so I'm in, like, upheaval right now trying to pack up the apartment. Oh, my um, gosh. But something that's exciting is, and this is, like, the bougiest-sounding thing I could say, but we're getting a second bedroom in our apartment, yes. which is, like, you know, very extra. But um, all along, it was, like, the second bedroom is going to be for John's music John d- does music so it's going to be his recording room office music equipment it's your recording room and now room. I'm like oh it's also my podcast room I just yes. have a workspace yes of course oh my god yeah. so yeah. we're big leagues now you are and you're gonna have a little bit of laundry in the unit mm-hmm. like it's gonna be it's gonna be nice I'm really uh-huh. excited for you and I'm excited to see it Thank I you. hope moving goes smoothly moving is uh, you know, I moved a lot. Yeah. <laughs> like, we live on a six floor walk up, yeah. so it's going to be the worst. I, we don't okay. even need to talk about it. It's yeah. fine. It's going to happen. It's going to be, be done day. soon. It'll mm-hmm. be done in like almost a week. Um, yeah. Um, but that's really all I 
got um we've been watching so the mole that jackie and i participated in uh, through victory house productions um that's been airing so uh the third episode just finished uh Uh, at this time that we're recording this yeah Um, that was it's so fun now having like a monday night mm -hmm. thing because i feel like you and i like i think since it Sorry, my cats are running around. (laughs) They chase each other at this point in the night. Um, It's just like, so Tori and I used to work on a show in college, like a student-run show. Oh, yeah. Just like with all of our friends, we just made like silly content and videos. (laughs) Sorry, do you hear my cat? I just saw her like topple down the stairs behind (laughs) you. Yeah, they love those stairs. Um, So I think like something like this is... It's kind of like a fun little. Um, I don't it's know. Like it like reignites. Show, yeah, it reignites like my interest in that type of a project, like in making a video, mm-hmm. um, in like, you know, from the start of it to like seeing it edited and kind of like thinking about that whole process is just like really fun. And I think that's also partly what this podcast has given mm-hmm. us too. Cause we've always liked that type of thing. Um, so watching the mole has been like a special treat. Yeah. It's so fun. I love, so like my parents and my brother are watching it <laughs> and it's like really sweet and endearing because I know that it's so confusing to them, but they're right. like texting me endless support. Like, you know, they, like, my mom was like, that was fun. I didn't really understand the rules though. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that's okay. We'll talk. Yeah. My only other update is that, so I had said last time Tony was watching um, David vs. Goliath, so we finished that. How were his final feels? um, He didn't like Nick. He felt Uh. like he was too emotional, um, which he was. But I love Uh, an emotional one. I do, too. I do, too. I like a flawed winner. Give me Adam Klein and Millennials Gen X Oh, I'm like, we can't watch that season because he will not. I don't think it was was too emotional. He ain't gone like that. I think it's more like the emotion that Nick had was like he would get upset and frustrated at like things that he was left out of. So he was more like an immature emotion. Whereas I don't think Adam, Adam had like a legitimate, uh, right. You know, really terrible situation going on. But, um, yeah. So now we're watching, uh, token chains. Okay. Which was a slower start than mm-hmm. I remembered, but really picks up with like Coach. Yeah. Um, and he loves Coach because his whole <laughs> thing, his whole thing in David versus Goliath was like he was upset that people wanted to take out big targets because he was like, "You should beat the best. You should go up right. against the best." Tony's and I was like, "Okay, then we need to watch school. Coach because that's right. his entire world right. view." Um, right. And so it's been really entertaining. We're almost done with it. We're on the finale already. I know. I'm so proud of y'all. I know. I'm surprised Tony has liked it. Yeah, I love that Tony is a coach stan. Uh, Mm -hmm. I feel good about it. It's like a relief, you know? Yeah, and good is that there's way more seasons of coach where that came from. That's exactly what I've been saying. Yeah, like like, you're just scratching the surface. Yeah. 
So that's All it. Right. So that's what's going on with us. Um, we're going to, in a hot second, get into talking about episode three of Celebrity Mole Yucatan. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to watch the episode with us, you can find it on YouTube. Although we basically break down every single scene right. bit by bit. <laughs> so if you don't watch, that's fine. It's okay. Um, you can share your feedback with us on Twitter. We're at Holy Moly Podcast. You can email us, holymolypodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you know, options get in are touch. Endless. Get in touch with you gals. Send uh, us your thoughts. Um, we'll read them out loud. Yeah, our inbox has been <laughs> flooding recently. So. <laughs> we'll have to start a feedback show. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I do uh, want to say one other little thing, oh which yes, is please. that, um, so you know how the wiggle room currently is doing like rewatches mm-hmm. of like season one, episode one mm-hmm. of Survivor and so on. Um, so I didn't finish the episode that I think it came out today for season two, episode two, but um, they were saying that like now they're going to take much more similar, they didn't compare it to us, but they're taking a similar format to what we do. Um, where they like are gonna really lay out like scene by scene what's happening so that like since people didn't just watch it um, and it's like hey that's what we really do to we do that like into the ground so yeah it's a great idea it's a recipe for success I was like you'll be good at this Josh Wiggler and Rob Sestrinino um all right so let's get going let's get going Um, last week was episode two, and we lost. We lost Corbin. We lost Corbin. That was tough. That was uh, really tough. It ended in on a depressing note. He was basically like, oh. "I'm not good at this. I'm never yeah. playing again." He's like, "If you, you know, you lose something two times, you get smart and you decide to never try again." Ooh. Like, Ooh. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. Yeah, I we we do know he goes on to like some really good success on his uh, movie making career, um, so yeah. But he'll be missed. Absolutely. So, so our opening confessionals. Um, at this point, they're kind of like our check ins on the players to see how they're feeling right after the last execution. You like know if that our person. Routine. Yeah, we have our routine. This show, this season especially, is following a format. Um, it's recognizable. So we get Tracy first and Tracy is like, I think I'm figuring this out right now. I'm looking at Mark Curry and Mark is like, I haven't nailed down who the mole is. I am the mole, which he says a lot. He says that all the time. It's like, Mark, don't worry. It made the air. Like he's hammering it home. Yeah. Like imagine how many other times he said it that aren't on camera. If we're seeing it this many times on camera. So Dennis is smoking a cigar in his confessional. But the visual of him also is not just that he's smoking a cigar. It's like he is leaning back so that he is, like, shrouded in darkness. <laughs> yeah, he's way far back in his chair. Um, You can't see anything. He's so far away. And for some reason, they caption him in this scene, even though it's the clearest scene I've ever heard of mm-hmm. him. And this I is think the clearest have, yeah, he's exactly. ever been. Let's mm-hmm. play a clip. Um, sorry, Corbin. The confession is that we do care that you're gone, but we don't care that you're gone. 
Amazing. So in case it wasn't clear, he says, sorry, Corbin, confession is that we do care that you're gone, but we don't care that you're gone. (laughs) And his delivery, I don't know what it is, but like when he says we do care that you're gone, he says it in like this little robotic, he's like, we do care. (laughs) I just like loved, I don't know. I loved it. Oh, I love listening to Dennis. Yeah. And also like, I feel like last season... Ahmad was the only person smoking cigars, mm-hmm. and now, like, every guy on the cast is. Like, a he, production must have been, like, I you can't breathe. I have this in my notes later, but, like, for essentially, there, every scene of any of the guys is, like, them smoking a cigar that I feel like they are, like, tapping production on the shoulder. Like, ooh, get me, a, get a cool right. shot of me smoking my cigar here. Yeah. Ooh, get one of me here smoking my cigar. Yeah. Like, it is insane and I feel like Ahmad probably loves it because he has the boys like my boys club and all the girls are probably like god like I personally like I don't want to breathe that all the time so I don't know how they do it um it's a it's an aesthetic it's a mood right it's a vibe it's mysterious (laughs) so Keisha's like well I'm glad I didn't take Corbin up on being in a coalition with him because if I had taken his advice I may not be here either um, True. And then Angie's confession. <laughs> uh, that's the issue. It's like we just are struggling with liking Angie. Ugh. I know. I, I really don't like like venting about someone this much. No. But she really gives us like one dimensional like vibe. So her thing... She's like looking down and she gets really actressy and she's like, forgive me, father, for I have sinned. And then she looks up at the camera and she's like, confession. Like, Uh, yeah, like, get it. You got it. It's a confessional confession. It's like, we got it. Uh. (laughs) But then luckily we get Steven right after and he's just like slapping his face and he's like, I don't know what to do. He lost his boy, Corbin. Yeah. It's like a lot of weight on his shoulders now because he's the last returning player left. Right. He doesn't want to disappoint. Um, so those are our opening thoughts. And so next in the formula means we are zooming into a challenge. Yes. Of course, on the beach. Um, Love it. We're in Mexico. Got us a nice beach scene. Yes. So we zoom in and Ahmad is wearing a bigger hat than last time. Um, we will post a picture so you can see. <laughs> I'm nervous for how big it's going to be next episode. <laughs> how big can it over. get? He's not going to be able to. His neck ain't going to be able to hold that up. It's crazy. It's also like really like it's really angled too. Like yeah. it's not a flat hat. It's like really. No, I'm looking at a, a picture of it. Yeah. So um, he also has a cigar. Oh my gosh. And he goes, mi amigos, uh, we start this game with a record low in the pot of $16,000. This next game should be easy. It's called Clucks for Bucks. I need you to split up into three teams of two. And then they get into two teams of three. So Ahmad's yes. like, maybe the game won't be so easy. <laughs> Yikes. Oh my gosh. I it's love just, that. The like general artistic direction of this scene is <laughs> just a mood. It they, really is. Ugh. <laughs> so our three teams are Dennis and Keisha, 
Angie and Steven, Mark and Tracy. The height difference when Dennis and Keisha paired up, Uh it was shocking. It's crazy. I remember that from episode one. It was like... Yeah, I remember you saying that. And so I paid attention. I was like, oh. (laughs) He's double her. Yeah. Um, So Ahmad's like, in a few minutes, you're going to face off against your enemy, I hope Meet you got your- this quote, this scene. I hope you got word for word because I rewatched the scene ten times to get this wording down. Shoot, um. <laughs> <laughs> sorry to put the pressure. This on. exact line, <laughs> he says. I definitely here. didn't. I think I know. There's like rootness, tootness yeah. somewhere though. <laughs> it said, it, "The enemy is the rootness, tootness, most foul desperados in all of Mexico." <laughs> I didn't write it. Yeah. Oh, my God. So they see all these chickens running around. Um, I really love, like, Ahmad is in into it, this this challenge especially. Mm-hmm. Like, that line just reminded me that he was so into this. Yeah. Um, he gets very, like, sports announcery for this challenge. He does. I wrote that down in a lot of notes. I was <laughs> like, this is, Ahmad is a sportscaster. Yes. Um, so then I think he, we have a sound clip of like the first rule he gives us of the game. Yeah. Here it goes. There are 24 chickens, but 48 somewhere. All right. (laughs) The sound in the background. Yeah. (laughs) So he just says like, basically there are things. Okay. Yeah. Good start. And the, all right to me, like sounded so put in after the fact, like it didn't sound like he actually said it there. At the beach? Yeah. I feel like he checks in with them after every sentence because, like, <laughs> the challenges are just so convoluted that he's like, there are 24 chickens, all right? And there are yeah. 48 sombreros, all right? And there are three teams of two, all right? Yeah. And, like, he's just giving, like, a comprehension check at check each point. point because we know how these challenge descriptions can yes. get and you need to check in with your students from time to time. So true. And every time he checks in with them, their faces are just, like... <laughs> <laughs> completely, you know, fish uh-huh. out of water. Uh-huh. So, um, so then he explains a little more. He's like, some of the sombreros will have nothing inside of them. Some of them will have a number inside of them like this. And he takes his hat off. So the hat was there for a reason. <laughs> and inside there's a little sticker of like a Mexican flag with the number seven on it. And I noticed Angie goes seven. And mm-hmm. I was reading into this because I was like, were there seven players originally? And does Angie saying seven mean anything? Because, like, they could have put any number, but seven feels significant. Yeah. To me, I don't know. Jackie, this was when I was scanning the community board. I didn't <gasps> pull this thread, but somebody definitely was bringing this up. They were like, why was seven the number oh in Ahmad's hat? Yeah, like, it just... We know that there are production clues planted throughout the season, and it's really hard to catch them. Like, when they reveal them later on um, in, like, the reunion episode is when they do that. It's always, like, so hidden and random and, like, a stretch. So this this could be a something, Jackie, I am so proud of you. Oh, my God. (laughs) I don't understand it just yet. We'll have to wait. But I'm very proud already for even thinking about it. If we don't understand it, it's probably something. Yeah. (laughs) Um... Okay, so to get to, like, what the game actually is. (laughs) (laughs) So the point of the game is to get as many chickens into the pen 
there's like a little, there's basically like this big feel or, you know, like roped off area of the beach with the chickens. And there's a pen in the area that's roped off that you need to get the chickens into. So you pick up a sombrero that has a number in it. You need to find a chicken that has that same number attached to it. Yeah, it's like a a little tag around its foot. Right. It has a little tag. Right, right, right. And so um, when you get that chicken into the pen, you get $2,000 added to the pot. You can't like continuously pick up sombreros. You have to like pick one up, go get that chicken. Pick Mm -hmm. one up, go get that chicken. Um, And so... I think the only other rule is that there are also five what's called super chickens that if you get them, they're each worth $5,000. So that's a lot bigger. That's like getting two and a half chickens for one. Pretty Um, good deal. Pretty good deal. So each team will have five minutes to catch as many chickens as they can. And with all of that, we get one more check-in from a mod. Okay. You guys understand it? And that's when they particularly have nothing in their faces. They're just like, oh. They're like, oh. They're like, can we run it again? Right. (laughs) The behind the scenes of this must be a whole thing. I know. I would love to see it. (sighs) Yeah. Good job explaining. I feel like you explained that very clear, Jackie. I took my time with it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I know it's a challenge. Yes. Um, all right, so clucks for bucks. We're ready to get <laughs> into the challenge, and we're going to start with Dennis and Keisha. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's fun because I feel like we haven't seen them interact too yeah. much before. Um, I feel like Keisha is always very quiet, and Dennis is always doing his own little weird thing. <laughs> so here's uh, Dennis checking in with Keisha, like yeah. amping her up before they start. <laughs> You ever touched a chicken? I sure have. We had him at my house. I am not a scary girl like you think I am. I'll be fine. So <laughs> I loved I, that line. Yeah. I you love ever it touched a chicken? so much. You ever touch a chicken? And she is tough. She's like, I. she's not intimidated at all. No. I feel like I would keep expectations low if it was me. Right. But I, I can... Stan, a a woman with confidence. Uh, I'm here for it. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's things like that that I feel like are maybe things that I would do in the game where it's like, I feel like Keisha kind of says maybe exactly what she's thinking. Doesn't really, like, put on... She's, like, super nice and definitely filters herself, but I feel like when she wants to, she says, like, exactly what she's thinking. Whereas, Mm -hmm. yeah, I think you're right that, like, maybe you would want to adjust expectations um, cause she like, doesn't put on yeah. a show though. She no, is she very doesn't. just r- real, true. Ugh, I love Keisha. Yeah, that's why. Like, I don't feel like she's the mole. I just feel like she's like usually genuine. I don't know. Um, but that would be a great mole. It's true, and she Ugh. is quiet. It's mysterious. She's quiet. She's very sketchy when talking about strategy. She is. Yeah. Um, okay. So anyway, they're going to get five minutes on the clock. And so they basically start running out and picking up sombreros. Um, like Dennis picks up a sombrero. Uh, you know, it has the number seven in it. Keisha mm-hmm. goes, she finds the chicken and she gets it in the pen. Um, something that was weird was that I noticed that Keisha was wearing like yellow mitts during this whole oh, challenge yeah. to like protect herself. And Dennis wasn't. Huh. Which just seemed odd that like. Did she- anyone else? 
I don't know. Yeah, I, I think he. I think mostly everyone was except for Dennis. Like huh. he was too cool for them or something. He's like, I don't need them. Yeah. Right. Um. And so. Anyway, there's not too much to talk here. They're kind of, like, going back and forth. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, everyone's kind of talking about how Dennis looks like he's scaring the chickens. Like, he's kind of, like, stumbling over. Angie says he's, like, the jolly green giant. He's Uh, very tall. Right. Like, he's just kind of stumbling around. And then everyone's very impressed with Keisha. Um, You know, that she is, like, just dumping chickens into the pen. Like, there's a montage. Like... I feel like we should be getting that Jeff Probst like commentary here. Right. Um, Ahmad's trying, but it's <laughs> you know. Yeah, no, you're right. Ahmad, I feel like usually just kind of laughs at things. He'll comment for sure, but yeah, it's not like a play by play. Like he doesn't give a play by play. He right. gives a post game analysis. Right, 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 right. Um, and so I have a quick clip because. Just to kind of get the feel of this challenge, um, there was a moment mm-hmm. where there was, like, a bit of confusion because they pulled up a sombrero, and they thought it was the, a nine, but it right. might have been a six. And so then they, you know, kind of got all mixed up and had to make sure they were reading the number right and getting the right chicken because yeah. they also were going to get in trouble because now they like had multiple hats flipped over at the same time and multiple chickens that they were holding. (laughs) Um, So just a little bit of chaos. Yeah. Uh, So here we go. You gotta find nine! You gotta find nine! Or the rest won't count! You gotta find nine! It was actually six! Was it six or nine? (laughs) Oh well, the six is right there. Do we take them out and put them back? That's it. Already in there. The next number? Yeah. Nine. There's nine. no nine. No, there ain't no nine. It was very difficult because you got the six and the nine, and nine. the six looks just the same. <laughs> I love that. that. Is... It's very typical because the six looks <laughs> just the same. <laughs> that actually sounds really chaotic. Like, yeah. How were they going to figure that out in the end in the score, whether it was the six or the nine, if they're like throwing these hats around, like who knows what happened? It wasn't Let organized it slide. at all. Yeah, they should have had the underline that happens for six yes. and nines. There's usually an Come underline on, at the bottom. Jackie, oh. have you ever picked up a chicken? I wrote that question to ask you too. <laughs> I have not. Not yeah, that I same. can remember at least. Yeah. Like, I've been around them, but yeah, I've never, never picked up a chicken. I picked up, like, a baby duck. Like, Aww. I remember in high school, in my high school bio class, we, like, did, like, the hatching of the eggs, and we oh hatched ducks. And then, like, my... Whoa, that's a way better curriculum than what I had. We, yeah. like, we did, like, nothing on anything real. We just did, like paper things <laughs> yeah this was legit that's cool um, we hatched ducks but then what was crazy was like the bio teacher she did this every year and then would give out the ducks to like kids in the class that wanted them oh my and, god and i mean so crazy because like six kids a year would basically be taking home a pet duck which just seems like a crazy pet to like yeah. go home and tell your parents that you're bringing home right um and i remember one time because like, like you're from new york this isn't like necessarily yeah. like a town that has maybe like no, you not know, like a farm, farm town. Lands. Yeah. No, not a farm town. Um, and like I remember I was in the same bio class as my brother. Um, and 
at one point, like, the teacher left the room, and these ducklings were, like, brand new little babies. And so we picked them up. I mean, we were allowed to hold them at this point. And so, but while she was out of the room, we were like, let's have a race. And so, like, we picked them up, and, like, we're trying to, like, put them down. And I remember, like, one of them pooped on my brother, and then, like, he freaked (laughs) out and almost dropped it. Uh, So. Oh, my God. I would not be good at picking up chickens right. just based on that one soul experience. Yeah, no, that'll scar you. Um, yeah, I don't have any kind of story like that. I do want, like, backyard chickens one day. Mm-hmm. Like, I could see when I have a Homestead. house. It, yeah, exactly, because it's like, I want a garden, and, like, that could help you know, with the ecosystem. Um, so maybe one day I'll pick For up a sure. chicken. Yeah. And then we'll practice. And we'll practice, <laughs> And yeah. then you'll invite me over and I'll ask if <laughs> I can pick up the chicken. I've touched the chicken. Yeah, we'll get ready for this challenge. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Sorry, I'm getting off track. Uh, but anyway, um, so they finished and, like, they did really well, Dennis and Keisha. Yeah. Like, it was a very impressive showing, mostly because of Keisha. Right. Steven says at one point, he's like, Keisha was not clucking around. And oh. Keisha <laughs> rolls her eyes directly at the camera, which was amazing. <laughs> Love that. Uh, and now Ahmad becomes, like, obsessed with Keisha during this challenge. Yes. It's a little crazy. A lot. Uh, and so I'll play one clip here of, like, post Keisha and yeah. Dennis and Ahmad kind of giving his praises to Keisha. Yeah. Keisha, I must say that you're one of the finest chicken pickers I've ever seen. Yeah. If this ever becomes a professional sport, you will be a superstar. <laughs> so that's actually really cute hearing it back, like knowing his sports background. And right. Like he's encouraging of like her potential. That's actually <laughs> it was it's really so sweet. unrealistic, but it's like so sweet to me right now. <laughs> Yeah. Um, also, what is the most tender part? I'm going to play it again because yeah. if you listen at the very end, Keisha makes this <gasps> tiniest squeak of, oh like, God. giddiness. Okay, oh listen. Keisha, I must say that you're one of the finest chicken pickers I've ever seen. Yeah. If yeah. this ever becomes a professional sport, you will be a superstar. <gasps> she, like, is that what I thought it was? Yeah. Like, the noise was like... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's oh so giddy. God. It's so cute. It's, it's so really cute. cute to see her like successful and excited that like she contributed and was like really good at this challenge. Mm-hmm. It was really, really fun to see. Like she's smiling ear to ear. Her yeah. hands are like clasped in front of her. Like oh, it's so cute. Oh, uh, anyway, Keisha. To bring us down off that pedestal, though, oh. unfortunately, two of the chickens won't count because mm. they looked at, like, more than one sombrero at the same time with the six and the nine thing. Right. So, um, for total, then they got seven chickens, and one was a super chicken, so they added $17,000 to the pot. That's um, more which than is really good. in the pot. Yeah, so they, they doubled the pot. Uh, so we're going to move on to the next group. Um, and at this point, so now they still, they relay out all 48 sombreros, but there right. are only 17 numbers remaining. So I think mm. they just take the numbers out of the ones that were already done. Okay. Um, and so next up we have Steven and Angie. Um, and Angie is like also crushing it. It seems like the women are really like yeah. doing this challenge well. Like, you know, they're... Steven saying how there was a synergy, the way she was moving was very chicken-like, <laughs> as if she was relating to the chickens. Uh, and again, it's just like a montage of, like, Angie, like, bang, 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 like, getting chicken right. after chicken after chicken in the pot. Right. Um, so 
they finished their round. Sorry, kind of yada yada, but oh, it's um, fine. they yeah, got. Yeah, no, it's really it's really just a montage. Yeah, of her dunking yeah. chickens. They got a total of eleven chickens in the pen. Three were super chickens, so they add mm-hmm. a total of thirty one thousand dollars to the pot. And I'm Dang. like, Keisha must be jealous, right? She's like, shoot, I'm gonna lose my spot on the team. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> um, and like. You know, like, they're kind of, like, really, like, gloating. Like, Angie's holding up her muscles. Steven is, like, surrounding her, being like, Angie is the supermodel who gets the super chicken. Yeah. Um, And while we have a disdain for Angie, we'll say that this is her best (laughs) challenge performance by far. Like, she's done horrible in the other two episodes, and this is, like, for sure a massive improvement. Right, for sure. She'll be referencing this, like, forever. (laughs) Yeah, it's going to be like, (laughs) I did good. Yeah. Um, and so that means that when Mark and Tracy get up that they lay out, you know, all 48 sombreros, but there's only six chickens left that haven't been caught at this point. So they start, um, and they're like kind of doing their best. It's harder for them because they don't have that many to get. Right. Um, Mark is like thrusting the chickens into the pen, like from his hips, like he's doing like a hip thrust. Like (laughs) it's really weird. Like it's like the chicken is like a kettlebell and he's like, yeah. I don't know. I just I don't like where the weight is coming from. No. <laughs> the movement, the angle, yeah. it's not good. Yeah. Um, oh, sorry, Mark. We do love you, but... But a little but odd. Yeah. It's like they're not that heavy that you need to hip thrust right. them in. I think it's like, we, and we've mentioned this before, like Mark Curry is the class clown. Like there's mm-hmm. nothing he can do and not be silly in right. some way with. For sure. Yeah. That's fair. Um, it's just sometimes he's not always funny. It's not always like, yeah, it's usually, <laughs> <laughs> and it's usually inappropriate. Yeah. But again, it's usually show, misogynistic yeah. and like, yeah. This show used to air at 10 p.m. So it's a late night show. Right, right, right. Um, anyway, Mark and Tracy, they flip two sombreros over at the same time. So they're getting yelled at. Yeah. Mark is then like, he picks up a random chicken, even though they didn't flip over that number. And he's like, and everyone's yelling at him. They're like, Mark, put the chicken down. You're going to get in trouble. And he's saying that his strategy was he was trying to grab as many chickens as possible so that once their number came up, he could just pop them in. Tori, I wrote in my notes, Mark's strategy seems valid. (laughs) Because they only said you can only pick up one hat at a time. There's nothing against like holding a bunch of chickens (laughs) at one time. But like the chaos of holding five chickens and then trying to get the right one in. It's for sure insane. It seems chaotic. Maybe doing two at one time with, there's only six left, right? Like It makes more sense towards the end than the beginning. I'll give you that. Yeah. But (laughs) I I still wouldn't actually want anyone to do it this way, but I was like, logistically from the rules that we've heard, I guess this is valid. Wow, Jackie, we've never had a difference of opinion before. So I know. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> um, all right. So anyway, they their round ends. They got a total of four chickens in for nine thousand dollars. It could have been eleven thousand dollars, but they got the penalty. Right. So at this point, they won a total of fifty-seven thousand dollars into the pot, which is a lot. huge. They started at what sixteen, so mm-hmm. that's crazy. And of course, that challenge ain't over. It's of never course. over. It is never over. You think that's all we got? Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, Aman has an extra <laughs> challenge for us, y'all. Uh, 
and his formula. He says that the group has to pick their best chicken wrangler mm. uh, and that the best chicken wrangler is going to go toe-to-toe against one of the finest roosters you've oh ever god. seen in the Yucatan. Oh, my God. Uh, and so let's – I'll play a little clip yeah. of them. They're going to pick who their best chicken wrangler is. Okay. Um, I'm not sure if what I included in the clip, so in case this isn't in the clip, they pick Keisha. <laughs> um, and then Spoiler. this is them. This is a mod kind of amping up the challenge. Right. I need you to pick the best chicken wrangler. <laughs> Keisha. I guess I'm the chicken wrangler. Keisha, I told you, I'm telling you the best I ever seen. Yeah. All right. Here's what you're going to do, Keisha. You are going to go toe to toe against one of the finest roosters you've ever seen in the Yucatan. Now, if you grab this super rooster in under five minutes, you'll add another $10,000 to the pot. But let me warn you, this rooster's quick. Quick. <laughs> so is Keisha. Oh my god. Ahmad's face when he says this rooster's quick. Quick. <laughs> Wait, look at the quiver in his voice. We, we need <laughs> It's shaking. Quick. We it's... need to put a like little video of that up somewhere. It's uh, it's re- out of like a western horror movie that line this was just quick. 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 <laughs> it's so good. Uh, Gosh, oh it is God. the drumming, everything yeah, about it. I the close-ups the of the soundtrack. roosters like digging in the sand. Yeah. I oh. will say this soundtrack gets in my head. Like as I'm watching this, like, you know, over the next few days after I've watched an episode, like uh-huh. the music is like especially I think back to last episode's pinata challenge and i can hear the music in my head i don't that know if you can horrible it's really um mind numbing <laughs> oh that sounds like a truly horrible I experience know, like, i'm so sorry <laughs> yeah no yikes. i have that yeah i have that with like a lot of different like little like jingles like tony will just like say a jingle or like uh-huh. a song he just like makes uh-huh. up songs and they just like immediately get stuck in my head they're like it's a bug it gets yeah, in there it's a bug it's a bug uh i mean and Sorry. this was Ooh. epic uh for sure it so was. anyway this rooster's quick real quick <laughs> um and keisha has five minutes to get the super rooster and they'll get ten thousand dollars in the pot I also loved, though, like, when they're introducing the scene, Ahmad's like, and like I said, you're one of the best chicken wranglers I've ever seen. Yeah. I'm like, Ahmad, how many chicken wranglers have right. you seen? Just them. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Like, I, I've never seen a chicken wrangler in my life. Uh, so... And, like, then, like, the, the people are giving confessionals. Mark is, like, the rooster was actually taller than Keisha by an that, inch. Uh, that's the line that, like, I had that in my notes, and I was cracking up reading <laughs> ahead. Because, like, I don't know. It's just a really amazing visual. Yeah. Steven says, and Steven says this so genuinely. He said that it was actually kind of crazy. The rooster was looking over its shoulder, getting nervous. <laughs> That line that's so good, and it's like I can tell when Steven is like putting on a show, but this felt like he was genuinely like, You guys, this was crazy. Did you see? Oh my god, oh my gosh, yeah, so she's good, 
anyway, um, it go. I really don't even remember much about the challenge right. because it goes pretty seamlessly. Yeah. Keisha gets the rooster. They kind um, of edit it like a Western face-off is all I remember, where it's like she's facing the rooster, and it's like, you know, that... Um, no, 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 like Western sound. And then, like, we see the rooster staring at Keisha, and it's like a Western yeah. shootout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All around great cinematography. Yeah. Um, so exactly. she gets the chicken. She adds $10,000 to the pot. Again, Ahmad is like, this is the first time that rooster's ever been caught, Keisha. You're <laughs> one of the finest chicken pickers I've ever seen. Like, he's like, not stopping with the compliments. Keisha's like, I'll add it to my resume. Uh, anyway, the pot is up to $83,000. Wow. So, pretty great. And then he says, let's go have some lunch. Yeah. That's a lot better than when we started. Um, so, they must be feeling good. Mm-hmm. And now we get a car ride scene, which is always yes, we fun. do. So they're driving to their next location, um, and our first car is Angie and Tracy in like the middle seat, or sorry, no, Stephen and Tracy in the middle seat, Angie in the back of the car, mm-hmm. um, and Stephen is uh, initiating like some note taking about what everyone had for lunch. So they must have gone to lunch, and now they're in the car, I guess right. technically. Um, so they're like, Dennis had chicken. Ange, what did you have? Chicken. And Steven's like, to Tracy, you and I will talk later. About what we had for lunch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, don't tell Angie. So Angie's like, wait, why? Because, like, I'm in the car and you guys have a coalition going. And Steven's like, maybe. Right. <laughs> like, not hiding at all. No. I feel like also what I love about that moment is that that's like a more accurate depiction of what it felt like to play the mall is yes. that it's mostly just a lot of like frantically writing what everyone ate for lunch and what order everyone sat. Exactly. It's like <laughs> you just run through everyone in the list and it's like we can't even be stingy about this information right now because right. like we all need it. <laughs> it just feels like every two seconds you're frantically whispering to someone like wait what did, what color was so-and-so's shirt? Yeah. <laughs> My notebook was full. Like, and a mess. (laughs) It's, I still have it. Anyway. (laughs) Um, So, so then we cut to his confessional of Steven, uh, and he's like, you know, with me and Tracy communicating and sharing information, I really think we could dissect a lot more, figure out a lot more. And then we cut to Tracy, and she's like, I wish Steven would be more confident in who he thought the mole was, but he says he doesn't know right now which he may not, or he could be the mole. And this is the first scene that I think I was actually like, what if Steven is actually the mole? Because he's been playing, it feels like a much better game. This mm-hmm. is like, whereas Corbin kind of fell down to like a lot of the things he did already, he repeated right. them. Steven seems to really be changing it. And I'm like, what if that's coming from a confidence because he's the mole and he's not scared. Right. He's not freaking out about doing yeah. well. So that would be crazy. He's, yeah. Um, I think it's possible, uh, for sure. I do think he seems way more in control and understanding this time than last time he was all over the place. Um, What I did like about Tracy's confessional, and I just feel like it's just 
any confessional or any time they ask somebody about anybody's behavior, it's like, so it could be this or he could be the mall. <laughs> it definitely, it reminds me of um, when we were talking about Michael Boatman. Michael Boatman was the king of yeah. saying something and then saying the exact opposite thing. And it's right. like, that's the, that's the take. It's like, yeah. it could be... It could be true or it could be false. Yeah. So like, you've yes, that's true. the options here, but I don't know which one you think. Completely. Oh my God. I love it. It's like, and I get, it's like you want to not be safe and not look like a jerk right. in the confessional and like want to not look like an idiot, but it's like, come on, y'all take yeah. a stab at it's it. It's like a political kind of mm-hmm. um, announcement. Yeah. Yeah. It's like in the last, the Winners at War Survivor, yeah. like Adam was really good at just like fully stating what he believed mm-hmm. and he looked like an idiot later when he was wrong but at least I was like he's Take got his convictions. I agree. Yeah. I totally agree. Um, yeah because it's also like and I promise I'll get back to this challenge in a second <laughs> or you know this scene in a second but it's kind of like the more you watch these shows and especially Survivor the more you like see those phrases over and over and you're like I'm mm-hmm. literally I'm watching nothing right now. Like, you need to I've say gained. something. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. This I've, might as well have been a blank yeah, screen. Like, I've gained nothing. I appreciate no information. anything that's not just, like, saying nothing. Um, but anyway, that definitely, we were not um, harping on Tracy there. We really love no, Tracy. That was just, Tracy. like, one of those types of phrases. Everyone does Everyone it. Everyone does it, yeah. It's part of the show biz. So... Then after the car scene, we get like <laughs> this. We get something scene, new. Um, yeah, y'all. This what? scene right here—it's like breaking we, the formula right here. Yeah, I'll say. We said we have a, a normal outline, and we are in a different dimension here with what's coming up next. I the only way I can describe this is that we get like a montage of various relaxation and activities that they participated in like over several days like (laughs) we just get like they took a vacation together and we see part of that is what this next scene is we're always wondering what they're doing in their downtime and the producers have answered our questions is Uh. it but what's what makes it confusing is that they pair and I'll break down the pieces of the montage in a second, but they pair the like vacation montage with a voiceover of Steven talking about the game. So it's yes. just like the visual and the audio make no sense really together. No. It's, I, the entire time I was like, what is this building I up to? Like, it. are they on their way to the yeah, next challenge? Same. Like, but no, they're just having a good time. I rewatched it several times to figure out the point <laughs> of it. And I think it's just for, it's like an intermission in the episode. It's mm-hmm. just like, okay. Which is good. Sometimes it gets so yeah. intense, you need to catch your breath. Yeah, I, I, that's true. Um, so let's, let's look at what they gave us. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> let's take a deeper look here. Oh, let's take a look. So it starts with um, Steven laying down on what looks like a massage table. Um, And he's alone. He has his hat over his face. Um, And so then that's when we get, like, Steven's uh, voiceover, a cut Mm -hmm. against the rest of the scenes. So one of the scenes is Angie, Keisha, and Dennis are, like, riding horses. (laughs) Tracy and Mark are, like, 
on a dock wearing life vests about to get on boats. They're like laughing, joking around. Yeah. Um, I have a clip yes, of that. Yes, that's, yeah. Uh, this is the Tracy and Mark on the dock, yeah. like putting on life vests. Say, don't call me Tracy. My name is Trey Dog. Boy. Say boy. Boy. There you go. <laughs> I just, I don't know why I love that. I feel like they're like that, siblings to me right there. Right. They're like cute. But again, when it's the content is just pure fun. That's it. That's no all we're idea. here for. But over that, Steven is, <laughs> he's like trying to give like a thesis on the mole. <laughs> yeah. And he goes, this is insanity. There's no way to dissect this thing called the mole. And dissect is also his word of the day. That's the second yes. time he's brought it up. <laughs> yes. This thing. Um, so, like, then we get, I think we get, like, some other takes throughout this montage. Tracy mm-hmm. is still suspecting Mark. Um, mm-hmm. Steven is pointing out how much Angie lost from the pot. Yeah. Angie. I do want to say yeah. there's that one scene, that one visual of Dennis Angie and Keisha riding horses and it's like the camera is down the beach and then the three of them are on the other side and they're galloping, galloping, coming towards the towards camera. The it's like a scene from like the Patriot or yes. something. Like, they really were setting up. Yeah, the cinematographers on this season did a fantastic job. Like, not oh even gosh. kidding. Like, there is some good shots. Yeah, uh, that was epic. Um, and it's just like, what's the point? I don't know. And so then Angie's like, Dennis doesn't try to do anything. He just sabotages everything naturally by doing nothing. Steven says Keisha's way too laid back. And then Steven's like, whoever gets out next, it will be a shocker for me personally. And <laughs> just for Steven. Yeah, just for him. Um, so maybe I don't I don't know what that even says about Steven. But the only other thing, I don't even want to go into details, but I'm just gonna say that like Angie again is like being very inappropriate and <laughs> Um, just, she's a little, uh, she's a little (laughs) slutty. I'm going to say it. Jackie, damn. She literally puts her butt in Mark's face Mm -hmm. and then she's like, oh, my pants are falling down. And like, it's, (laughs) I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) Yeah, that's kind of what happens. Yeah, that's, but also, uh, I didn't think that was the Angie scene you were going to talk about. I thought you were going to talk about the scene where she's on the horse and kind of, so she's on a horse and kind of, like, it's like the camera's trying to stay on her, but the horse is, like, walking away, so she's, like, trying to frantically get in this confessional before the horse takes her off, like, screen. and Like, they will not move the camera. And she's just kind of yelling, she's like, the last time I wore tennis shoes on a horse, I fell off, and I broke four vertebrae in my tailbone, and, like, it's, like, taken off screen. It's, like... It was really weird. Yeah. It was a weird choice for everyone involved in that scene uh, and even to include it. And the way she delivered it reminded me of 
coach Mm -hmm. where it's just like, okay, sure. Like, I'm sure that's the full story. (laughs) No, she did break her back. I did. uh, She was my cast assessment. She broke her back in a bad accident. I don't know. I didn't know it was on a horse, but I know she broke her back. Filling in the details. Um, Yeah. So I mean, there's more to this story. There's Maybe more, we just need yeah. to dive deeper in the surface of what Angie's giving us. I guess so, yeah. It's I hard. Feel like I want to, you know, hard. it's kind of like there's some saying where I, for, I forget what it is, but it's something like I have all these negative feelings towards Angie. Mm-hmm. And so like it must mean like I don't actually understand her well enough because like. Oh, Jackie. It's. <laughs> There's some sort of saying, I forget, I'll have to find it, but it's just sort of like if, yeah, you clearly don't, That's really you don't know sweet. someone enough if you're like feeling these feelings towards someone. Let's yeah. just try to get to know Angie more. Sorry, Ange. Yeah. Let's do our best. <laughs> that injury must have been very hard. I would love uh, to learn more. Yeah. We would love to know more about you and your journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else on that crazy montage scene? I don't know Think how to put it, it into words. That's all I can say. Okay. I encourage everyone to watch it. Um, we'll post, you know, of, of course, the horse video of at least. Minimum. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. So let's get into the next, the start of the next challenge. Um, mm-hmm. And so now it's nighttime. And they show up at the scene. It's called the Ruins of Tulum. Tulum. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Tulum. Thank you. Um, and it looks like basically <laughs> just like a huge maze. Um, mm-hmm. and this is like where we get a crazy scene of Ahmad smoking cigar, like in the shadow. Shocking. Like, I, very, I put it on our Twitter for your birthday. Yes. Uh, <laughs> wish because that's the scene. Um, yes. it's just like, you know, these fucking boys think they're so cool. They're like, get, mm-hmm. a quick, get a quick shot of me. And it's actually funny because like w- we see the shot of Ahmad and then you hear Steven like walking up to the challenge in the background and he's going like, whoa, look at Ahmad. It's like, it's like, oh, that's cute. Cool. Uh, That's cute. Apparently, it's three a.m. Um, like, do you believe that? I do because we played them all at three a.m. That's true. And so, right, because at first when I heard that, not knowing anything really about like where they are, I was like, why did they need to do this at three a.m.? But this is like a big tourist attraction, mm-hmm. so maybe it's also like not only good for like the dark, you know, moody. Um, vibe, but I guess like they would have had to shut down right. the actual place and like lose money that the day. The mall doesn't have they... a big enough budget to like buy out right. their day, so they're like, we'll exactly. do it at 3 a.m. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, it's 3 a.m. Mark is like, and these women all look good. Uh, so mm. there's Mark Mm-mm. doing his thing. Uh, and so Ahmad tells them that this game is called Wrestler Mariachi Maze. And I'll tell you, it's exactly what it sounds like, people. I feel like I don't even need to say anymore. That's it. You got that? (laughs) All right. You got it? Uh, Understand? All right. I'll do my best here. So there's going to be three teams of two. So on each team, there's going to be a navigator and a runner. And so the navigator will basically... uh, be directing the runner through the maze with like walkie talkies and the Mm -hmm. navigator will be to the side where they have like an overhead video shot of the Mm -hmm. maze layout and like they can see the person running through it like uh, you know they're them running through the maze and so they're basically going to be you know directing them turn left turn right over walkie talkie 
Um, and so, you know, each runner that makes it out of the maze earns $20,000 for the pot. Um, right. So the runners have to complete the maze while avoiding the Mexican wrestlers that are inside the maze. Uh, and they are called Jamar the Brute and Carlos the Jackal. Yeah. And uh, why are the wrestlers mad at you, you might be asking? Uh, <laughs> it's because you're going to steal their championship belt, which is located towards the entrance of the maze. <laughs> so Naturally. Right. So the runners are going to need to run, grab one of the belts, and then make it out of the maze without being tagged by the wrestler. So, right. you know, the navigator is, like, helping them avoid the wrestlers throughout the maze. Right. Um, if you get tagged, your turn's over and you earn no money for the pot. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm not done just yet. I'm going to pass it nope. over to Ahmad to introduce the rest of the challenge here because I think Good he explains call. it best. Now, if that's not crazy enough, I have placed a mariachi band in the maze. And what they'll do is they'll play music only when they see a wrestler. So if you hear music, you want to avoid that area of the maze. So. But, like, that area is the center of the maze that, like, you have to go past. It makes no to sense. Pass the center. <laughs> That's not enough. If that's not crazy enough, there's a mariachi band inside the maze that will play music when they see a wrestler. Oh, my God. So you have to consider that, too. One quick thing before um, we move on is that I think, did they already pair up? I think, like, Dennis and Andrea are together. Uh, Yes. And when, um, I just wanted to call out, like, a funny quote I heard because... When they pair up and then Ahmad announces the navigator and the runner rolls. And when they hear that, Angie turns to Dennis and is like, you're the basketball player. And he like freaks out. He's like, oh, you got to be kidding me. And I was just like, whoa, he He's really like, does not want to mix like, me. business. Yeah, like yeah. I am here to play the mall. So I was like, I was like, whoa. So, wow. Anyway, so the back things to, that set him off, you never know. I know. You exactly. never know he's with him. Unpredictable. And half the time, he's barely got a resting heart rate. And then the <laughs> other half, it's like, you never know what's going to tick him off. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, so, yeah, <sighs> so round, it is Dennis and Angie together for the first round. Uh, Dennis okay. is the runner, and Angie is the navigator. So, she needs to tell him how to get out of the maze Mm -hmm. and so before he even like starts running in um angie's trying to like set up the scene for him and like explain the layout of the maze um Mm -hmm. and so the layout of the maze that we're seeing is that the start the entrance is on one side and the exit is on the complete opposite side of the maze right so they're complete opposite the entrance and the exit um and this is how angie describes this to uh dennis the entrance and the exit are on the same place. You enter in the same spot and you exit on the same spot, right in the middle. He just made it sound like he's going to come back to the beginning. That doesn't do anything but confuse him. So, <laughs> I had tried to, like, understand what she was going for there. And it sounds like she's, like, timidly getting through this sentence. She's like, the entrance and the exit yeah. are the same. She can't find the words no, that she's and looking for. it's so for. wrong. It's the exact opposite. It's really not right. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, there's, oh like, confessionals. God. Like, Stephen's like, that was weird to me. Yeah, <laughs> like, it yeah. was. 
Um, so anyway, they, Dennis runs into the maze and there's like a lot of screaming, like, you know, (laughs) right, left, right, left, you Mm -hmm. know, whatever. Uh, she like, he gets pretty deep into the maze. Um, but at this point they realize that he didn't grab the belt at the entrance. Um, so basically like Angie's like, you have to go back and get a belt. So he has to, he makes it all the way back to the entrance without being detected. Um, and starts to make his way back again, but he eventually just gets caught. Like he's like running, he runs into a wrestler, he gets tagged. Yeah. So he doesn't make it out of the maze. And so, um, you know, a few confessionals like Steven is like, Either Angie sucks at this game or she's the mole. Dennis is like, this was a setup on somebody's part. Like, he is, like, pissed that Angie didn't tell him to go get the, the belt. Um, and, again, Angie says, I think Dennis only runs like crazy on the basketball court, which, like. Oof. Spicy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, spicy for it's sure. It's like you didn't tell him the right directions and it also was coming from like steven and keisha were reminding her like he needs to go back and get the belt like angie didn't realize it on her own the problem wasn't dennis's running Mm -mm, mm -mm. she's just gonna say it yeah uh and that's it for their round so they didn't get the money (sighs) yeah um right so the next team is steven and tracy and I love that they're together because we know that they're in a coalition together. So yes. it's like they're kind of recently, they're used to working together. So I guess Stephen feels comfortable with her and he turns there's to trust. her. trust. Yeah, there's <laughs> implicit trust. Stephen turns to her and he's like, do exactly what I say and do it as fast as you can, no matter <laughs> what. <laughs> it's like, whoa. I am imagining being okay. Tracy Gold in this situation and having a maniacal Stephen Baldwin <laughs> saying, do exactly like, what I say, and me being like, uh. Like, like, it feels like it's some crazy real-life thing, not a game. It's like right. they're, like, actually spies infiltrating some, like, house that I don't right. know. It's like, we got to get in. We got to get out. Listen to me. Uh. Um So Stephen is the navigator and Tracy's the runner and we get some really confusing talk from Stephen um, right away and the whole way through. Um, It was like just confusing to hear as a viewer. Like Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have known what he was saying. The only way that I can like sum it up is that he's like right left right go back the other way tracy go back go back go back go back go back straight 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 like it's just like so repetitive and like Uh reversing everything he says um and so long story short she like she does get the belt in the beginning um she's like somehow navigating steven's um directions and getting Mm -hmm. close to the end and she gets really close to the exit but she does get tagged by one of the wrestlers yeah right at the very end right at the end and so we get an audio clip um of her reflecting on like the communication there from steven Mm -hmm. she just brain farted and went right when i said left i could be in coalition with the friggin mole He's got moly behavior. Go back the other way, Tracy. No, stop. Left, right. Left, left, left. No, no, no. Back the other way. No, no, stop. That was it. Go backwards. Left, 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 right, right. Left, right, right, right. I found his double talk confusing. So, yeah, you can hear, like, how confusing Stephen's directions were just there. Yeah, um, that was tough. Really, really tough. I um, agree with Tracy. It was incredibly confusing. Yeah. 
And again, though, like he, I don't know, his directions just sounded confused. He didn't sound super premeditated in like certain mm-hmm. directions. He was just like really confused, but they, either way, they were really bad. Um, yeah, it's interesting because to mess this challenge up, the navigators are sitting with the other navigators while they're going. Right. So it's, you know, you have two people basically checking to see if you're purposely giving the wrong directions that's or not. True. So you have to do it in a way that's not obvious. That's true. Cause they can also like jump in and they're clearly kind of giving input. Mm-hmm. Um, like when Dennis didn't get the belt and things like that. Right. So the last team, Mark and Keisha. Um, so Keisha's going to navigate. Mark is getting ready. Um, and Ahmad gives him a little like pep talk. He's like, you realize no one got any money yet, right? That's why they have you batting cleanup. I was Ugh. like, sports talk. Yeah, it's Ahmad. <laughs> Bat and cleanup, Mark right here. So he gets started. He grabs the belt right away. So that's a good start. Um, and I was just like, the belt like table when you walk in is right in front of you. Like you can't ignore it. I was like, why was it so hard? So even if like Angie didn't tell Dennis, I was like, it was right in front of his face. Yeah. I was like, why did he not grab it? So it's suspicious on both of their parts. It's not strictly an Angie thing. Exactly. It's impossible to miss. Exactly. So, um, so he gets to like the center of the maze and, there are wrestlers just like hovering there in the center. And so Keisha essentially like has him go back to the beginning and do a loop. And that lets him like get past them on his other, on the other side of the center. Um, and he gets out. And I thought Keisha did a really good job of giving directions. Um, you know, she clearly had like the benefit of watching the first two teams, right, but she just right. seemed like a much clearer communicator than the other two. Um, yeah, they both did pretty good. Yeah. Um, so then at the end of it, um, Steven gets really quiet and he's kind of like reflecting on this. And he's sitting away from the he's crowd. He's sitting away from the rest of the teams. <laughs> um, and we get a, like, a thought from him and he's like, a normal reaction from Dennis in this challenge with Angie messing up would have been anger that she, you know, led him astray and didn't give him the right directions. But like that take from Steven confused me because we really haven't seen Dennis angry right. at all. I think like, he's maybe not comparing Dennis to Dennis, but comparing Dennis to a normal human. Right. <laughs> like, uh, you that know, must like, be it. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, a normal human might have been upset, but right. I feel like that's not Dennis's right. baseline. I see um, what you're saying. Yeah, he's like, a normal reaction from someone yeah. should be this, but right. Dennis didn't do that. Yeah. But I think it is interesting that Steven is thinking that way because the obvious example in that case would be like, oh, Angie it was being moly because she didn't tell him where the right. thing is, but instead... He's focusing on Dennis's reaction to Angie messing up, which is a very interesting way to think about mm-hmm. the game because people can be, you know, purposely messing things up from time right. to time to like purposely throw suspicion on themselves. So yeah. I feel like gauging the rea- the genuine reactions of others is more of a tell sometimes. Right. Because especially if, say, Dennis were the mole 
And he remembered that he should have picked up a belt, but he, it's the perfect opportunity if Angie doesn't tell him to pick up a belt is to just ignore it. Then, you know, maybe more naturally his reaction is to not be angry because he knows he made that decision as well. Mm-hmm. Right, um, right, right, right. If he were to act angry, that would maybe be a better cover for like, I'm not the mole, but he's right. relaxed about it. Um, right, he's not I don't upset. Know. So anyway, just like another kind of interesting example interesting. of like Stephen is noticing things. He's thinking a little he's bit. He's watching, yeah. So again, so that's the end of that challenge, but there's a little more to it. <laughs> <laughs> so inside one of the belts from that challenge is an exemption. Right. Um, and only the runner from each team can win it because they're the right. person holding the belt. Um, but if you didn't actually make it out of the maze, it costs $5,000 to look at your belt. Mm-hmm. Um, so what? Only Mark got out. So Dennis and Keisha need to pay. Uh, and Tracy. Dennis and oh, Tracy. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Dennis, Dennis and Tracy need to pay. Um, so they... Open their belts. Well, first, no. First, he says, "Do you want to do it?" And oh, Dennis yeah. says, "I don't care." Yes. <laughs> and then he says, "Sure." And then Mod's like, "Okay, yeah. like it's just like get a decision right. out of you." Like yeah, yeah, every yeah. time me and Jackie say it, seems like Dennis doesn't care. We're not getting that from nowhere. We're getting that from the fact that and His Dennis is just constantly words. saying that he does not care. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Which meant, yes, I'll do it. So it's like he does care. Um, So they open them up and Tracy gets the exemption in her Mm -hmm. belt. And she's celebrating with this like cute little dance. It's so adorable. She like jumps out from the rest of the group into like the center of the circle and like does a little like. Mark is saying, go Tracy, go Tracy. Yes. (laughs) Trey dog. It's really, really cute. Um, So Tracy is exempt. The pot is now at $93,000. And Ahmad goes, you want to play another game? Nah, let's go home. We'll play another game tomorrow. (laughs) So I'm like, it must be like 5, 6 a.m. at this point. Like, yeah, they've been filming since 3 at this place. It's crazy. It was a fun challenge. I enjoyed that challenge. Mm Mm-hmm. Had a good time. I all did around. too. Tracy's got an exemption, and we love her. So I was happy she got that. that. Yeah, I really, really like Tracy. I was confused at the the setting. So mm-hmm. it's what is it like the ruins of Tulum? Like mm-hmm. that is a maze, and like all of these ruins. But like they clearly set up their own little, this you was, know, artificial yeah. maze. So I was like, I love that they went to this site. That there right. were, like, real mazes, but they just, like, constructed a little, like, cardboard. Yeah. <laughs> they are like, we could have a nice cultural experience, yeah. but instead... But we can't risk interacting yeah. and ruining that stuff, so... Yeah, instead we had this, like, basically parking lot amusement ride set <laughs> yeah, up right here I was right like, they really could be anywhere, and we would believe them, because we didn't actually <laughs> see the ruins. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. Amazing. Anyway, yeah. Uh, anyway, we're moving into a special scene, Ooh. which only comes once in a while. Uh, it's a makeup room scene. Oh and my god! Jackie, I have a treat for you. Hold on one oh, second. Oh, what? 
familiar. Why do I know that? I just, the other day, was like working on my notes for this episode, and I looked at John, and I was like, can you make me a jingle? Uh, he made for- that? Yeah. I was like, oh I need God. a quick jingle that says it's a makeup room scene. Oh, my God. That's so good. Uh, I'll play it one more time. Yeah. voice <laughs> it's no me and john each recorded like three different voices <laughs> and then he auto-tuned us that's so good oh my god my cheeks hurt i love yeah. that yeah. i would say i want one for every type of special scene but i don't want to like ruin the specialness of I know. that I know, because they don't come every episode to make up room scene. Yeah. And I was cracking up earlier. You were like, a jingle gets in my head, and I'm like, oh, boy. (laughs) Oh, girl. I got a good one for her. It's in my head. I'm going to be singing it all night. It's catchy. That's literally, I was like, I've heard this before. It's so catchy. It's a makeup room scene. It's a makeup room scene. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. Okay. As so. if we didn't owe John enough for his creative <laughs> talent on this show. Yeah, John wants to know how we're paying him, and I'm like in exposure alone. Publicity. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. my cheeks. Oh, gosh. Thank you. Okay. I know. It made me really Thank happy. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, okay, so it's a makeup oh. room scene. Yeah. In case that's not clear. <laughs> um, and so. Uh, and this time we're in Mark Curry's makeup room mm-hmm. and a mod box in. And he tells Mark that Mark is getting a special challenge because in the last game, in the Mariachi Maze game, Mark picked the belt with a green green thumbprint on it. Mm. Um, so just like because he picked that one, he's going to get to do the extra special challenge. And uh, in this challenge, he will have the chance to win $10,000 for the pot and an exemption for himself. Oof, big. And, yeah, and Mark says, okay, I like that, baby. <laughs> um, and so <laughs> the challenge here is just uh, that Mark has to eat everybody's leftovers <laughs> at dinner. So Oof. that's the challenge. Um, that's tough. And so Ahmad says, you know, the more <laughs> they eat, the less you have to eat. Good tip. So that's a good strategy going in for it. So right. Mark, so then we kind of go right into the dinner scene here. Right. I mean, this challenge is like honestly ridiculous. <laughs> it's insane. I feel like this is like just a mod, like last minute asked the producers <gasps> if like he could play a fun game with his bro yeah. and like want it, thought it would be funny. He's like, how funny would it be if Mark needs to eat everything? <laughs> right. Like, no props. We don't even need to hit up the props department. Like, we got yeah. everything we need for this We're challenge. We're already having dinner. Yeah. We always have a dinner. <laughs> right. Like, you're going to be filming it anyway. Let's yeah. get some extra content. Oh, my gosh. Um, so, Mark says his strategy is to make everyone eat as much as possible. Totally um, so valid. He's, yeah, he tells everyone, let's clear our plates, kids. But... <laughs> Uh, you know, he's saying, like, I can do this, mind over matter. But basically then there's, like, a montage, like, he's just picking at our food. He says, Tracy's deconstructing her burrito. Yeah. He doesn't think D-Rod has even touched his. Oh. Um, so he's getting nervous because nobody's eating the food, really. Yeah. And so eventually he just kind of, 
at first he's just watching, and then he kind of dives in at one point. He's, like, got his mouth full, and he kind of just, like, mumbles to Tracy. He's like, can mm-hmm. I have your corn? And just, like, grabs the corn from her plate. And Tracy's so sweet. She's like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You want to take the whole plate? What can I do for you? Yeah. Um, and so then he starts slowly eating everyone's leftovers. And right. Stephen says, you're really weird tonight, dog. <laughs> Uh and uh, basically pretty quickly Keisha calls it out and she says okay how much money are you getting for eating all of our food because Keisha had the previous makeup room scene with the secret challenge to go skinny dipping and get money yeah so she's like something's weird at dinner and this was the same time that it was weird for me yeah she's familiar right Um, so she very smartly picks up that something's up and so they basically just tell everyone what's up right they're like like a mod's like yeah he has to (laughs) eat everyone's leftovers uh he has 15 minutes um and he says that he needs to finish all the food at the table except for mine um and so now everyone's in on it and now it's just like sitting back and watching mark try to eat all the food on the table in 15 minutes um steven says an exemption's no good from a hospital bed dog (laughs) um and like angie's like kind of like saying that it's gross because he's like grabbing rice with his fingers um keisha is like cackling like she's (laughs) in hysterics like um and so, like, Steve, then, like, Steven starts yelling at him. He's like, eat the food, damn it, let's go, like, in his <laughs> yeah. face. Like He gets um, into it. Yeah, so it's a chaotic scene. I'll play a quick clip from mm-hmm. our boy Dennis, who always, like, just has a really great take. Right. So let's hear what Dennis thinks. The more he kept trying to stuff in his mouth and try to jam down his whole rice, beans, corn, coke and I'm like that's just too much <laughs> rice beans corn just coke it's too just much. too much <laughs> uh so this is still going on. Like, now Steven's making vomiting noises. Oh, Angie's, no. like, telling him to stop. Like, um... But he says, like, you're cheering him on is worse. That's going to make him sick. And then mm. Angie says he can barf afterwards. And Steven says, spoken like a true supermodel. Ooh. And I truly hate this so much, especially with the context that Tracy is sitting right yeah, there. And Tracy suffered from eating disorders. I was the thinking whole thing, that. Oh, yeah. I was really uncomfortable it. with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so... It gets down to now he's down to one last burrito that he has to eat in (sighs) one minute. Um, And so then we have a clip. So now Ahmad is, like, really trying to coach him through, like, um, getting through this last bit. He wants him to finish it. Right. And so here's Ahmad. There you go. There you go. Be one with the food. (laughs) Just likes that. (laughs) Likes that quick little mom. Um, And, uh. Yeah, Mark says, I had more burrito in my body than blood. I was three-fourths burrito. <laughs> yeah. Um, and at one point, Steven stands up and, like, goes into the corner of the room and gets a very nice ceramic pot that's, like, part of the room decoration and brings it over to Mark to, like, throw up in. Oh, I know. And I'm like, this is a beautiful ceramic pot, It's a beautiful Steven. hotel that <laughs> Steven is just taking ownership of. Yeah. yeah I know. Uh, 
And yeah, so basically Ahmad is like, you got 10 seconds, put it all in your mouth, shove it all in your mouth. And he's like wheezing, laughing. And basically he's not able to do it. He just can't. It's too much. There's just way too much food. Way too much. I mean, it was like six burritos. Like His mouth is full the entire time. Like you can't even chew the amount of food that's in his mouth. Yeah, it was a lot. Um, Basically then Ahmad... They, like, a waiter comes out and brings him out a plate with, like, four antiacids on yeah, it. Yeah, I liked and, that touch. <laughs> yeah, so he didn't do it. Yeah. yeah. That was a really, really hard challenge. Like, <laughs> I mean, especially, like, if you look at the footage, like, when he's talking about Keisha picking at her food, <laughs> at least the clips they chose to show of her She's taking the tiniest bites. Like, there's nothing on her fork. She's, like, such a cute little, like, she's just, like, pecking. Right. Um, She got one crumb in, and she was, like, then put her fork down, waited 10 minutes, put another Exactly. She was so, like, composed, Uh and Mark just had a lot to pick up. So, yeah. Oh, so you know what happens after dinner. Mm -hmm. Um, It means a quiz is coming up. And yet again, they tease us on the commercial with coming up. Our most shocking execution yet. And I was oh, like, again? Every week. I'm like, I'm not ready for this. Another another crazy one? I know. I was like, Give me again, a calm week. who would it have to be for this to be the most shocking execution yet? I didn't even know. Uh, they keep doing so, this to us. They keep doing it. They build it and build it. Um, so... Now, within the quiz, um, again, we do not read all of the questions anymore, Mm -mm. um, but they do continue to kind of, like, put some confessionals overlapped with the quiz, so I'll give a little recap of, like, what people are thinking right now. Um, So, Mark, at this point, thinks it could be Dennis or Keisha. Um, We don't really get much more about why, but... uh, Mm -hmm. Steven points out that, like, the six and the nine mix-up from the chicken challenge, um, Clucks for Bucks, uh, was suspicious, but I think that sounds like a genuinely confusing Yeah, I didn't think that's suspicious. Yeah. Um, Keisha thinks that Mark and Dennis were suspicious, um, because, and I actually don't remember from what challenge this was. Um, but she said Dennis wasn't hustling and Mark was being silly. Probably clucks for bucks. Clucks for bucks, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Dennis is like, someone forgot to tell me a little piece of advice, (laughs) referencing the mariachi challenge. Take the belt with you. No one told me that before I went in. It was a Um, setup. It was literally said said in the instructions, Dennis. It was said. I went back and checked. Ahmad says it. Ahmad said the words. You know, like, maybe they put it in in post, but I'm pretty sure we actually saw, like, a shot of him saying it, not even a voiceover. He said, he said, and why are the wrestlers mad at you? Because you stole their championship belt. It's right at the front. Um... So, and then again, we hear one more reminder from Steven saying, like, Dennis not getting angry during the mariachi challenge was weird. Um, Mm -hmm. And he says, and the weirdest part of yesterday was that after chasing chickens, so many people didn't have chicken for lunch. And Dennis and Angie were the only ones heartless enough to have chicken anyway. (laughs) Yeah, that's suspicious. Take for that, take that what you will. 
Um, okay, so now's when we're going to do our own little quiz questions for each other. Quiz time. We could maybe have a quiz. jingle for this Ooh, one Ooh, yes. <laughs> quiz time. Yeah. Uh, well, do you we'll want to go first? It. Sure. Yeah. Uh, okay. So my quiz question for you is, during the Mariachi Maze Challenge, uh, Mark Curry was wearing a hat that had two words written on it. Uh, what was written on Mark's hat? I can give you multiple choice. Yeah, I have no okay. idea. Oh if you have God. no idea, I'll give you multiple okay, choice. Okay, okay. So yeah. did his hat say, A, party naked, <laughs> B, surf naked, C, dance naked, or D, die naked? Oh my god! Party naked, surf naked, dance naked, or die naked. Wow, this is the first time I'm like, I have no recollection of seeing his <laughs> yes, hat. This is I so fun. Um, okay, so it was party, surf, dance, die? Yes. Okay. Um, this is tough. So like, I wouldn't peg him for like a surfer guy, but I don't think he's like, so hardcore that it would say die. (laughs) Party and dance are similar. I'm going to say dance naked. Uh, That's incorrect. (gasps) Oh, no. Yeah, the answer is surf naked. Whoa. Which I just thought was interesting because he doesn't seem like a surf guy, but... Maybe that's something he bought there because it's like a beachy Right. Town. We have another oh. Eric Von Detten on our hands. I'm about to say. <laughs> like, get Eric up in here. <laughs> oh, that was good. Wow. Stumped me. Yes. Okay. Um, my question is, when Mark received his exemption challenge information from Ahmad okay. in the makeup room scene, where was he getting a massage? And I can give you multiple choice if you don't know. Oh, uh, give me the multiple choice yeah. for sure. Okay, so it's going to go from like top to bottom of the body. <laughs> <laughs> so it's easy to remember. Okay. His neck, his shoulders, his lower back, his feet. Okay, um, it definitely wasn't his feet. I feel like that would stand out to me. Um, I think it's either his neck or his shoulders. Uh and I'm going to say neck. It was his shoulders. Oh, I know. Dang. It's a gray area, like, at the neck and the shoulders. I'll, I'll right. be the first to admit. <laughs> so, like, as I made the neck option, I was like, oh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so close. I feel like you get half a point. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, only perfection for me, please. <laughs> uh, wow. We're really stumping each other on these they, quizzes, yeah, Jackie. Yeah, I know. I was like, for some reason, every time I make my question, I'm like, what if Tori makes the exact <laughs> same question? <laughs> Literally every time. I'm like, I bet you this was Jackie's question. It's like there's a full episode of content, but I'm always convinced we've landed on exactly. the same spot. And then I'm always like amazed at what you come up with, because I'm like, <laughs> I didn't even think of that. <laughs> so much it. to work with. Oh, so Obsessed. good. Um, all right, let's go into the elimination. Yes. Um, so they're getting ready. Dennis is like, Baldwin, how you feel? And Steven says, strong, doggy, strong. <laughs> uh, and so Ahmad announces that there was a tie tonight 
Uh, so that means two people scored the lowest on the quiz together. And so in that case, the person with the slowest time is going to be the person executed. Ooh. These are always hard. It's yeah. like when you know that it comes down to time. Whew. Yeah, that's tough. So uh, anyway, let's just get started. They start. Mm-hmm. He types in Angie's name, enters it in. Green, Angie is safe. Mm-hmm. Goes to Mark, types in Mark's name. Green, Mark is safe. Dennis is like, I told you, you're not going nowhere, brother. (laughs) They got a thing, apparently. Um, So now we're going to type in Dennis's name. Hit enter. Green, Dennis is safe. At this point, Dennis says, Steve, yo ass is out of here. (laughs) And at first, when he gets, when he sees that he's green, he like gets up from his chair. He does that every time. And this time he says, like, I, I definitely don't remember exactly how he says it, but he says the word hello. And he, then he yeah. has, like, a tiny little cough. He's like, <laughs> hello. <coughs> it's like he tries I mean, to be he all, like. always sounds like he has that scratchy throat. That it's cigar. cigar that cigar yeah. got to him. Yeah. <laughs> it's no good. Um, all right. So now we're down to three but really only two because tracy's exempt so now we're just down to steven and keisha which sucks um so we're gonna type in steven's name we're gonna press enter and it's red oh no our boy steven it's hard dog he's he says i suck at this game like I can't believe Corbin and Steven went back to back. I know. Our two returning boys are done. It's really sad. Even if it was spaced out by one, it would have felt a little more acceptable. Yeah. I, I'll i be honest, though. I'm okay with it because I think that, you know, Steven and Corbin, we're getting a lot of the same material yeah, from them. It's I'm true. ready to let everyone else shine. It's a good I think point. they're big screen time hogs, it's and I'm ready point. to see more from like Keisha and Tracy and Dennis. So that's true. And at this point, we're almost halfway through the season. Like it's not the first execution. Right. This is a short show every Third season. Third is not bad. I'm just gonna yeah. say it. Third yeah. eliminated. Not bad. Not a bad place to not be, bad. Steven. <laughs> I can relate. There are plenty of great people that yeah, were third boots. Yeah, great people are third boots. So, <laughs> all right. So um, one thing, I don't know if you wrote this down, but I was curious what this meant. So Dennis, at one point, I don't remember if it was like right before Stephen got out or right after it was read, but Devin, Dennis goes, it's so predictable. Like... Something uh, about the game, Dennis really feels like he knows exactly what's happening, and I don't know what he I feels. Really, when I hear, anytime Dennis says anything, I'm confused. Yeah. Because then he also says, so like they kind of like go around and everyone says goodbye words to Steven, and most right. people are being like, oh, we're going to miss his humor, he's so funny, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Um, and Dennis says... He was trying to be sincere, loving, and he was trying to be so loving, and that didn't phase me at all. What? What does that mean? I, like, I don't know. That I does not, not seem even like the right, like, sound clip for the scene. Like, that doesn't no. sound right, Dennis. And what I, while I'm not fully sure what it means, what I will say <laughs> is that we know that, like, 
Stephen has been like vying for Dennis's respect right. like this entire time. And based on that sound clip, it feels like he did not earn it. Definitely not. <laughs> like, Dennis which, is like, yeah, Stephen, you're down here. Yeah, Aww. so that's hard. Um, that's so, tough. Yeah, Ahmad walks Stephen out. Like, you know, he's asking him if he'll do it again. Stephen says, I don't know if I have a next time in me, but I'll yeah. see you on the golf course. So. Yeah, I'll see you at the cigar club. Yeah. I wonder who he tied with. I know. Ooh, yeah, I hope I we know. find that out in the reunion Probably finale. in the reunion for sure. Um, yeah. So that's crazy. Our boys are out back to back. Back but to back. I'm excited to dive into Angie, Mark, Dennis, Keisha, Tracy. Me too. It's a good uh, cast. Yeah. Yeah. Got some good players left. So we're going to be all right. We're going to be all right. And they do give um, a preview for next episode. So they always act like they are like oh, yeah. flying the eliminated <laughs> contestants home right then and there. But if we learned from last season, uh, it's that the executed players are definitely still in the hotel hanging out. Still in the resort, for sure. They're paid for. They're there for the next, like, you know, filming probably only takes, like, two weeks on these seasons. Um, They're there. And so next week, they are back for, like, they have some role in one of the challenges. So we're going to see right. them again. We're going to see Auntie Nandi, Corbin, yeah. Steven. Very yeah. excited. They'll be back. Um, I was looking for some community takes for this episode um, back on the message boards from, you know, 2004. I, it was a pretty quiet week in the community. Um, I didn't find too many hot takes, but I'll share one hot take from Stufus. Um, and... He wants to comment specifically on, like, the way the commercial break is announced. Oh. Um, And so he says, Ahmad said this before one of the commercial breaks. This seemed out of the ordinary for him to say before a break. He said, the mole will bury their next victim. Hmm. I was thinking that the clue might be bury, perhaps spelled bury, B-E-R-R-Y. I tried to see if any of the contestants had played a character named bury, (laughs) but I had no luck. So maybe somebody used to bury people having a former job as an undertaker or something. I, (laughs) wait, I, I just love people that watch the mole. Like someone. (laughs) I love them so much. Looking through IMDb on like everyone left in this cast (laughs) through every role they've been in and looking for the word bury. I love that commitment. I love it so much. Wow. And you know. I will say we did do pretty deep dives on all this cast, and I didn't see anything in any of their history about being an undertaker. Couldn't tell you. Undertaker or the word Barry jumping out at me. Yeah. Uh, Hmm. The mole will bury their next victim. Underground. Yeah, I have nothing. Did any of them ever co-star with Halle Berry? Ooh, yeah. Or was any of them in, like, Six Feet Under? Ooh. I'm like gonna have to research that offline. Let's comment on Stufus's 16 year old post. I'm like, throw us a tweet, throw us an email if uh, you you can find the connection here between the word berry and who you think the mole is. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, It's got me stumped. We'll put that back to the community to unravel. (laughs) Thank you, Stufus. Uh-huh. All right, MVP okay. and LVP. Yeah. 
Okay, so where do we currently stand? Ooh, okay, so um, from the bottom to the top, our uh-huh. MVP and LVP points, we have Angie at negative two, Corbin at negative one, which is probably where he'll stay unless mm-hmm. next week's cameo is really That's great. That's true. Um, Tracy at one point and Steven at two points. Um, okay. Let's ooh. do LVP first. LVP. Um, I'm going to say... Oh, LVP this time, I'm going to say Mark. Mm, okay. Um, I was thinking Angie, but I didn't want to pile on. Um, Mark, and she actually did good this in yeah, the one challenge. She, she did, yeah. I think Mark, um, yeah, it's a similar kind of, you know, sentiment that we've been saying of, like, there's just a lot of, like, inappropriateness. Mm-hmm. And it it's sometimes you know, something I can get past, but I don't think he added anything else that maybe offset that feeling for me this episode. Yeah, I stand by that. You got to put him in his place. Yeah. Um, similarly, I'm going to give my LVP to Steven. Um, oh. Because he, he got eliminated. Right. Um, and also, like, you know, just all of, like, the the comments, you know, it's a yeah. bit much at times. Um, yeah. True. And so I'm not having any of that. Also, like, he had bad strategy at some times. He was, like, talking about... He genuinely was talking about who ate chicken as a strategy. Like, right. you know... Yeah. I just... You know, Steve and I have a soft spot, but there's just comes a time and a place where I need to say no more. And totally. And this that up for me, so... This relationship is... It's not healthy anymore with mm-hmm. Steven. Yeah. All right, MVP point. MVP. Okay, so I'm between two people. I'm between... Okay, so I'm going to preface with, I always love Tracy, and I feel Mm -hmm. like she is still someone that I'm like, I feel like I, I... I feel most confident in, like, her Mm -hmm. strategy and her viewpoint right now, Mm -hmm. but I don't feel like anyone suspects that she's the mole. Right. Which maybe could be a negative, too. So I'm not going to give it to her, and I'm going to give it to Keisha. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like she, one, she was, like, a really good contributor for the Clucks for Bucks, and she was an amazing navigator in the Mariachi Challenge. Um, and people are suspicious of her. So it's, like, mm-hmm. an interesting balance that she's striking right now, and I feel like she's kind of opening up more as we yeah. see the game go on. I cannot agree with you more. I have her down too, so I'm going to oh. give her a point as well oh. and put her at plus wow. two. Wow, she's in the lead. Uh, she's now in the lead all of a sudden. And because she is the rootinest, tootinest, best chicken wrangler, <laughs> like, I mean, how can you not give the points to this she's woman? She's an inch shorter than the rooster, and she <laughs> still caught the rooster. Yeah, oh. I could not. She yeah. earned my respect in that moment. Totally. Yeah, no, she was super impressive, like, at all of the challenges. Ugh. Love uh, it. Wow. Uh, wow. So we are around, I was going to say halfway done, but we still have five people, I think. Left, oh, yeah. So. so we have, okay, we have Keisha, Angie, Tracy, Mark, Dennis. Yeah. Yeah. Out of five. five people. Wow. So I think we have at least three episodes left. Yeah. Yeah, because it ends with it. the final three. It should. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. So we're, Ugh. both of our returning boys are out. We're down to the final five. Uh, 
can't wait to see what's going to happen next. I can't wait. Yeah. It's always so fun when we get like, like I love recording these, but Mm -hmm. it's also like, uh, it kind of marks the point where now we're like, we have permission to now watch the next episode. Yes. So it's fun. Because yes. it's like we're usually sitting on like our thoughts for a week or so. Yeah. So it's kind of fun to be like, okay, now we can go watch the next episode. Because like we don't watch everything all at once. And we're watching it right before we record. And it's like I I watched the episode like three times. <laughs> yeah. Like once for pleasure, once for notes, <laughs> once for sounds clips. Like I... By the end of it, I'm like, whoa. Yeah, I'm like, I need some new content by the end of this. I can yeah. recite it. Yeah, so that's I'm why very I like excited. That's why I love when like you have a take that like I didn't write down. I'm like, oh my god, like I didn't yes. remember that. It's so good. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, all right, y'all. This was super fun as always. And you can just tune in again in two weeks to listen to the breakdown of the next episode and help us find out who is the mole.